Hey crew, what up? Taylor Welch here. Have you ever wondered how traffic and funnels grew so fast? I mean, four years ago, the company was nothing. Nobody knew who we were. We didn't have any revenue, no clients, no products, no content. And we noticed really quickly that we had something special, but it's not just that Chris and Taylor are special. There are processes, recipes, concepts, materials, foundational strategies that have allowed us to go from zero to eight figures in about three and a half years. And one of the things we do that's really cool and I think it's really fun for a lot of our clients is we publish our learning lessons every single month. It's about eight to 10 pages. In fact, the most recent one was a little bit longer. We talk about how to hire, how to find people, how to run advertising, our recent marketing tactics, some of our strategies for sales. We cover every element of how to grow a healthy, predictable, successful, and most importantly, growing client business. And people rave about this. We've got almost 6,000 people subscribe to this every single month. And we'll actually ship it to you in your office, your home, wherever you tell us to ship it to you. And every single month, we include some extra perks to it. Sometimes audio content, sometimes some video content. It's one of the best programs that you can be in, I think, in the world if you run a client business. And the best part is it's very, very affordable. We've tried to price this at a level that Anybody can be a part of it who needs it and who wants it. So you can check it out at trafficandfunnels.com slash IAM, IAM, basically Insiders Access Monthly, IAM, trafficandfunnels.com slash IAM. We'll send you out the first package as soon as you hop in. And I'm telling you, this is one of the most fantastic ways that you can learn from the mistakes and the growth curves of other people. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Talk soon. You're listening to the Traffic and Funnel Show, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, and conversions. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. If you get around people who are successful, you should always ask them how they think. I know me and Chris, when we're sitting down with people, we're always asking them, hey, what are your goals for the next 12 months? How do you think about this? It's like, there's no greater feeling than people getting around and all of us talking about how do you think and borrowing. Why don't you answer that question? Uh, business goals? For 2020, yeah. I've got my goals written up on the board, but I'm not going to show anybody. One of my goals is to replace the sales team. Talk about that. Yeah, so you know we're looking at we're always looking at how we can be diverse in our business, our assets, investments. And so our business has been primarily built on becoming really good at selling on the phone. But yeah, I think for the future and where we're going, we want to be diverse enough um, and have enough redundancy to where our marketing team is so good that we can drive enough revenue to replace what the sales team is doing. And one of my goals is to replace marketing, which is actually a perfectly aligned goal, if you think about it. Um, one of our goals now is to have fun. And we yep. not enough people are talking about that because business is fun. It's not always hard. Solving problems is such a blast if you can get the right psychology. Like, think about where you would be and what your life would be and how boring your life would be if, if the greatest problem you had to solve every day was the person who mobile ordered their double shot, it was late. What if that was the caliber of your problems? Yeah. Happened to me this morning, just saying. <laughs> I mean, 
the blessing and privilege and opportunity it is to be able to solve big problems. You know what me and Chris talked about yesterday is every single one of our problems inside of our businesses is a byproduct of growth. How cool is it to be able to say that? We don't have any problems based on, oh, we just you know, effed up this and we just were lazy here and we just suck here. You know, all of our problems now are byproducts of growth. It's like, well, we, we have had to hire so many salespeople because of all the leads and we, we can't train them fast enough. Like these are growth problems. And I think that people really overestimate this feeling of winning and they underestimate, you know, when Kobe was down by six points in the fourth quarter with three minutes left, that is the thrill of the game. It's not being yeah. up. It's not being up by 25 points. That's not as fun as coming back from six. And it was because of you. So you guys got to, everybody's got to kind of fix that. I know that sometimes me and Chris, we want to win and we want to be in a place where it's like, man, we're just destroying everyone. But like, if you look at the barometer of fulfillment, the fulfillment meter is way higher when we have to work for it. And people don't think about that. Kobe wants to have to fight for it. LeBron wants to have to fight for it. Well, in LeBron's case, he just sits out games because of his knees. But Kobe fought for it. Yeah. I also say, like, I want to be 90, 95% in the enjoyment pocket. Yeah, tell us I think more. If you can get to the place where you, en- you are enjoying what you're doing, you will exceed your goals. Yeah, and if you don't, at least you're having a blast. Yep. You'll exceed your goals long-term, even if you miss them short-term. The big difference, man. In fact, most of our goals we don't hit short term, uh, but because we're enjoying the process and you know, our risks of not hitting them long term is really low. Any tips on how to find problems in a niche or on how to find product market fit? You talk to the market. Talk to the market. Get them on it's the phone. Crazy. Get them on it's the crazy phone. How simple is. Yeah, you go and talk to the market. Either you get on the phone with them or you send them messages or you find out where the market is and conversations they're already having. Dave says, how do you think about your setbacks? Can you walk through your mental framework for these? Well, Dave, Dave, sometimes I don't like setbacks. I think it would be a lie to be like, we always love setbacks. And like, Chris lost a team member in July. Man, I, I may be wrong here, but I don't think you particularly enjoyed that. In that particular situation, yeah, it, I think the setback I initially thought was I'd invested so much time and energy into a person, and then that's all gone to waste now. Yeah. So to me, it was looking at it as a learning opportunity to not do that again. Um, so really, that's, I think, how I look at setbacks and probably you as well. It's like, where is the learning lesson and how do I grow from this? And how am I better next time? Dude, a great way to think about this is like when we look back, like the biggest challenges that we've had, the biggest setbacks that we've had, they've, it's always made us better. It's always made our business better. Where would you be without any setbacks? It's like you just be this weak, weakling little excuse of a person, you know? And dude, from that situation, everything is better. I don't yeah. know if you agree with this, but I feel like I'm a way better leader. I yep. think the team is way stronger. Yep. We're moving faster towards our goals. Yep. So it was like, you know, you sent me a message a few days ago. Cause there are other things that happened in that month. And you're like, those things happened for us. They were a gift. I was like, man, they were such a gift. They happened for us, not to us. This is like, you have to, people have to learn how to warp their psychology and warp sounds bad, but it's actually good. M- manipulate their psychology to an empowering place. And there's nothing more empowering than something bad happens. And you say, what a gift. Thank you. Yep. 
Let me deal with this. Let me fix whatever is wrong with me or whatever's wrong with the system. And for real, like if you think about who you would be and where you would be if you had nothing go wrong, if you had no setbacks, I think about some of the weakest people today. And I say that, um, I say that very derogatorily. Shocker. So the weakest people that I've ever met that are just like, man, it's just, they bring the average of the entire society of the world down. And without fail, they've had nothing bad happen to them. They have no pain. They've had no problems. They've never had to deal with significant setbacks. And then I think about the people that I look up to the most and the people closest to me that I respect the most. And whether they make more money or not doesn't matter, but I respect them and their thinking. And it's like, man, they've gone through they've gone through setbacks and pain and trauma. And dude, you and your family, you've gone through setbacks. And it's like, man, I have such a level of respect for people who have gone through the trenches and can look back with gratitude rather than looking back and being like, why did this happen? If you're thinking, why did this happen? Like you're weak. You need to get out of yourself and go up to the, to the 30,000 foot view and really look at, you know, without weights at the gym, you would be weak without having to run. You would be weak without having to go through setback. You would be weak. Everything happens to, uh, for us and people get that backwards. That's how I think about setbacks. Yes. Dave. Has TNF always had central offices or did he used to allow employees to work from home? Why the change if so? We have not always had central offices. Some people still work from home, but we are working on relocating everybody into an office. What are your thoughts on that? Me? Why are we doing that? Because if you come into the natural offices and I don't rub off on you, it's because you're blind or deaf. Like if you come into the natural offices and the sales team doesn't give you energy, I mean, you know, I think a lot about energy in 2018, I try to pick one or two things to study per year. And I go pretty deep into those things. In 2018, it was all about leadership and energy. And there is nothing, there is nothing that can impact energy more than proximity and environment, proximity environment. It's like, man, when you get around somebody who's a vortex and they just like, you know, the, the power center of that person is so high. They have such high vision, such high standards. Their distinctions in their life are so specific for what they want. And you are going to have that rub off on you. And so yeah. it's very hard to do that over Zoom. But even in Zoom, you could probably feel it right now. I'm talking, like I'm yelling at you about standards and vision and how awesome life is. Like you can feel a little bit, but if you were in the room with me, it would be glowing on you. And that's why ultimately we made the decision to try to bring everybody local from remote. Not because we wanted to harness control or whatever, but we wanted to have a higher level of empowerment of our team, higher level of consistency with our team. When you can wake up, go to an office and whether you're feeling tired or whatever, Somebody in this office is somebody in Charlotte is going to grab you and lift you up. And yep. there's just no replacement for that. That's how I think about it. I agree with all that. Love it. Anything else you want to say? Yeah. So um, someone posted a screenshot. So we have, a, we have so many wins for our clients that we have a Slack channel for our team. And everybody on the team, just all the wins they see, they just post them into that channel. Anyways, that's insider secret stuff. But someone posted a screenshot of someone who was, they became a client, dude. They were facing like homelessness. Yeah. Like this, this guy went through a lot of struggle and he had been in a bad situation before. And we were kind of like his last resort. This is not a guy who had money. And actually I remember him sending me messages and we were talking. I was just like encouraging, pushing him. So I think 
it depends really comes down to how bad you want it because money is everywhere. You can find money. Right. So that would be like the first thing I would say, like, if you have people like that who they might be homeless soon with their family, but they're still choosing to invest because they want it so bad. Then really, what is your excuse? Dude, we have an old podcast about this. Maybe we can find this point, put it in the show notes, but it's called CVVCR. It's the difference between making choices from circumstance and making choices from vision. It's a massive, massive difference. And CVVCR, choices validate vision, creating reality. That's the code because uh, sometimes people make decisions based on their current circumstance and so they never get to the vision. That's a problem. You know, that was wisdom if I've ever heard so. Ben said, what author or expert helps you, Taylor and Chris, hack, quote, hack your psychology back in 2014, 15, right before you created TF? I wouldn't say there was an expert. I would say it was just relentless action, honestly, initially. Uh, would you agree with that? For me, I mean, I hired a coach that kind of helps me quite a bit. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, we said author or expert helped you hack your psychology. So that's the difference. I think that's the difference between our journeys. Because he's talking about right before we created TF. And I had, you didn't really have any really real mentors, did you? Like, who did you pay anyone to coach you? The only thing I did do was buy courses. <laughs> yeah. So that's like, that's a really interesting point of like the difference in our journeys. Because Chris was buying courses and I, um, I, I was getting courses too, but I invested in like a mentor that was pretty expensive. It was way out of the realm of my affordability at the moment in the time. Um, but then you also look at like, you didn't have that money in the bank. No, I didn't have that money in the bank and I had to apply for a credit card to get it. And I'm not saying that you should do the same thing. Um, I'm not saying you should not do the same thing. I'm just saying this is my story and this is how it worked out. And our journeys are, are different because Chris is long and mine is short. And I think that that comes back down to, you know, it's, I'm not knocking on Chris. I'm just using it as an example. He was buying courses and I was spending thousands of dollars in mentors. We had a different level of investment. And I think it, that shows or it showed then. Absolutely. Yeah. And now that is our, our first resort is to find an expert. Mm-hmm. That is typically always going to be the quickest path because you're still going to have issues. You're still, there's other variables that are going to come into play that you have to figure out and deal with, but the path is going to be much shorter. So we have partnered with Tony Robbins, head sales guy. Everybody knows who Tony Robbins is. Raise your hand. Yes, of course you do. The guy who sells from the stage for Tony uh, has done over a hundred million in sales. So he is contributing to this the sales mentor and yeah. you can go get a trial today, starting today, $69 for 30 days. Go check that out. The salesmentor.com slash special offer. When you master the ability to sell, then you will never ever worry about money again. <laughs>